With Long Island local news on February 6, 2023, I'm Gianna Volpe on WLIWFM. Police on Long Island are intensifying patrols and boosting the number of scrapyard inspections in an effort to stop the scourge of catalytic converter thefts. Officials said Nicole Fuller reporting on Newsday.com that Long Island has been an epicenter of the thefts of the vehicle emissions devices, which have become a favorite target of thieves because of their high monetary street value and how relatively easy they are to steal. Suffolk County Police Commissioner Rodney Harrison said he created the Property Auto Crime Unit late last year in response to the spike in property crimes, including catalytic converter thefts and stolen vehicles. Harrison said his officers and detectives had been sharing intelligence with the Nassau County Police Department, as well as the NYPD, state police and federal authorities to crack down on the thefts. Although just one catalytic converter was reported stolen to the Nassau County Police Department in 2019, uh, 2,292 converters were reported stolen in 2022, according to department statistics. In 2021, the Suffolk County Police Department received reports of 282 converters stolen. That number rose to 1,580 one the next year. In the first month of this year, 118 catalytic converters were stolen uh, or reported stolen to the Nassau and Suffolk Police Departments. Uh, they're now trying new strategies to stop the wave of thefts. Numbers are trending down, police say, crediting that boost in enforcement. A new state law requires scrapyards to report the number of converters they receive, and there's a push to require serial numbers on them. In other news, a woman seemingly rose from the dead on Long Island over the weekend. Allie Griffin reports in the New York Post that the bizarre case unfolded when the 82-year-old woman was pronounced dead at 11.15 a.m. Saturday at the Water's Edge Rehab and Nursing Center in Port Jefferson. But after being transported to the O.B. Davis Funeral Home in Miller Place, the woman was found to be breathing shortly after 2 p.m. Funeral home staffers made the shocking discovery, and the octogenarian was then brought to an area hospital. Suffolk County Police said her current condition is unknown. It's unclear if the woman was declared dead in error or if she experienced a medical episode that could have contributed to her apparent resurrection. The case has been referred to the New York State Attorney's Office. Last week in Iowa, nursing home was fined $10,000 for similarly pronouncing a hospice patient dead and shipping her to a nursing home when she was found alive. And finally, construction on a 22,000-square-foot freestanding emergency room in East Hampton will begin this month, according to the Southampton Hospital Association. The Stony Brook Medicine East Hampton Satellite Emergency Department will provide expanded access to health care for residents and visitors of the easternmost portion of the South Fork. The facility, originally slated for completion late this year, is now expected to be built by next summer, Joe Workmeister reporting on Newsday.com that residents in the East Hampton area have expressed concerns for years about the time and distance to reach the nearest hospital during emergencies, especially during high traffic periods, according to town and hospital officials. The separate plan to relocate Stony Brook Southampton 
Hospital farther west to the uh, Southampton campus of Stony Brook University would add to the distance. That plan delayed by the pandemic is about four to five years from completion. Downtown Montauk is more than 26 miles from the current hospital location. The East Hampton facility will cut that distance in half. East Hampton Town Supervisor Peter Van Skoyak told Newsday that ambulance crews can get tied up for hours while battling traffic to transport patients. Quote, ensuring access to quality health care for our residents and visitors has long been a priority, and we have been pleased to partner with Southampton Stony Brook Hospital to achieve this goal, he said. The state-of-the-art satellite to be constructed at 400 Pendigo Place uh, supports Stony Brook Southampton Hospital's Quote, mission of ensuring all our communities have access to the highest level of medical care. That quote from Kenneth B. Wright, chair of the SHA, a nonprofit corporation that is raising funds and building the facility. The SHA have thus far raised $38 million through donors and Stony Brook University is using $10 million, uh, $10 million in state grants toward construction. Reading the weather in Riverhead in honor of East End Arts, Keith, uh, Kathleen Rusick joining us for the Monday meditation at the bottom of the hour. Looking like a partly sunny Monday with a high near 47 degrees. North wind 7 to 12 miles per hour will be increasing to 13 to 18 miles per hour in the afternoon tonight. Mostly clear with a low around 25 degrees. North wind 10 to 18 miles per hour. Gusts as high as 28 Right now, it's 44 degrees. Uh, we've got the A Lot edition of The Heart, uh, the Oak Ridge Boys, Easton Corbin, and the Moondoggies. I might just hop over David Allen Coe's She Used to Love Me A Lot, um, but it'll be on the playlist if you find it on the WLIWFM website, WLIW.org slash radio. But first, a little Stephen Sondheim from the Sondheim on Sondheim uh, Broadway recording. I'm Gianna Volpe, and you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. A lot of people think that a lot of the songs I write are autobiographical. They think that the characters I write about are me. They think I'm George in Sunday in the Park with George, or I'm Bobby and company. But in fact, there's only been one autobiographical song I've ever written. And that was opening doors and merrily we roll along. It's about two writers trying to bust their way into show business and their best friend, a girl who's a novelist. And it's about me and it's about Hal Prince and it's about Mary Rogers and it's about Sheldon Harnick and it's about Jerry Bach. And it's about all of us in the 50s knocking on the doors of producers and trying to get heard. Take a lot of river to wash these blues away. 
taxi I got a Hawaiian shirt and a tan Pick up some guy in a Brooks Brothers tie I say it's time to loosen up, man You got a lot to learn about living It's a different kind of life down here Our biggest problem's deciding what fish we're frying Does it go with tequila or beer? There's a lot to learn about living It's a different life down here Our biggest problem's deciding what fish we're frying Does it go with tequila or beer? Dan Corbin, bunny hopping past David Allen Coe. She used to love me a lot. To play the Moondoggies, a lot of people on my mind from the Tidelands record of 2010, right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Lately, I hear you stop. Stumbled and all you live as you die, and you walk inside. there's these decisions you're not made. Think about them all the time And I know That they're near me Keep close to the truth inside Cause your beauty escapes through your eyes And don't go disappearing Or losing yourself in your mind And I, I was standing And all that I am Was it that clear? Sudden change plan Decisions I can't seem to find. There's a lot of people on my mind. Yeah, I think about them all the time, and I know 
Bob Dylan, Merle Haggard, and Willie Nelson all in your listening future, but first, Damien Rice. It takes a lot to know a man from the 2014 record, My Favorite Faded Fantasy, on WLI WFM. Stay tuned for Kathleen Russick. The little boy in rain on the on the heart of the East End. It takes a lot to know a woman, a lot to understand what's humming. The honey bee, the sting, the little girl. to know to understand the father and the son the hunter and the gun it takes a lot to know a woman a lot to comprehend what's coming Mother and the child, the muse and the beguile. It takes a lot to give, to ask for help, to be yourself, to know and love what you live with. It takes a lot to be, to touch. 
What is it you're thinking that will happen if you do? What are you so afraid to lose? What is it you're thinking that will happen
tough track to go into a segment about arts education. But definitely beautiful. Damien Rice, It Takes a Lot to Know a Man from my favorite faded fantasy. And now to my favorite downtown Riverhead arts enrichment organization, East End Arts, Kathleen Russick. Did I say that correctly? Yeah, perfect. (laughs) Education director joining us here in the WLIWFM studio for the Monday Meditation. I get your emails. I love all of the programming that you've got. There's always something going on at East End Arts. Yes, we're very, very busy all the time. (laughs) And that's saying a lot because we're now into our... Uh, our local favorite, which is the the real slow time, uh, February is kind of uh, when we really hibernate a little bit. But you still have stuff going on this month. Yeah, I would say February is one of my busiest months. <gasps> I love that. No, no hibernation coming on here. <laughs> uh, do, and do you have a Black History Month education? Uh, yes, programming? we do a program called MLK Portrait Project. It was actually developed in 2020 during trying to connect with the students during the pandemic. And I had the spur of an idea after seeing a painting of Obama by one of my art teachers which was on a 16 panel, separate panels. <clears throat> and I thought it was an amazing project that would be a great collaboration for students to do. So I presented it to the art student, art teachers all in the area and everybody sort of jumped on it. So it's a process where each student does one 12 by 12 panel and then the, all of the panels are put together and it forms a mosaic? a mosaic pattern, a mosaic portrait of, we started with um, Martin Luther King Jr. Yes. Um, our first two years. This year, we actually expanded it to other civil rights um, activists and, and you know musicians, writers that were very inspirational during that period, and and followed Martin Luther King. Was very very close with his practices. So I mean, people like Sam Cooke. We got Josephine Baker. We have Mahalia Jackson, Aretha Franklin, John Lewis, Maya Angelou, Ella Baker, Baker, Nina Simone, and Rosa Parks. All this year. All. So. Very important people. If yes. you did, if you heard a name you did not know, do a little Google search. Yes, absolutely. All right. So, so this was through the schools. So yeah. So I worked with actually in the last three years, I've worked with fifteen of the local. I don't think there's any more actually. Fifteen of the local high schools and their art departments to put these portraits together. So I'd send them the pictures, they'd work with the students, then I'd go to the schools, I'd build the portrait for them, they'd hang the portrait in the school um, during Martin Luther King Day and into Black History Month. That is awesome. Then I would pick it up mid-month in um, mid-February because they would go on vacation, and I'd take the portraits, and I made a connection with Kate Fulham at the uh, East End Food Market. We love her. Yeah, so... When they first opened, she had come in and chatted with us at East End Arts, and I went over there with Wendy. I know you know Wendy. Yes. And um, we looked at the walls, and I'm like, it was the perfect place to put these large canvases. I missed it. (laughs) So it's been at the indoor market since they're reopened. Yep. So it's been there since the very beginning. Okay. Are they are they still there? No, no. It it goes there for about you know from like this year it'll be from February. what are we doing? Oh, February eighteenth oh, okay. to March fourth. So I did not miss it. You did not miss it this year. Okay. So and we so, have fifteen, por- fourteen portraits this year. Put how to put up. cool! Yeah. 
I love it. Okay. Now, the coolest thing about the portraits are they're all up for auction. So every portrait starts at $200. Every single penny that we take in for these portraits goes directly to the East End Arts Art Scholarship Fund. So this is a way that we can give back to the community. And um, for those that can't afford extracurricular art enrichment programs, now they can. They can come. They file for the – they can fill out the – Scholarship form right online, eastonarts.org, and we can get them into a portfolio class, an illustration class, a studio art class, an after-school art class, <clears throat> and we do have um, uh, fantastic art on Saturdays. So there's classes both on during the week. Or we have a studio class on Tuesdays during the week. We have a studio class on Saturdays. So we're really trying to work with the teenage and children, their, vis- their very busy schedules, to give them an opportunity to take classes and go further in their art because it's such this is so important you know i i I love to say art is essential and it's and it is true i know i have i'm going to be having on a uh an arts therapist in coming weeks because i know the governor decided not to um fund creative a certain creative arts therapies so we're going to be featuring uh someone to talk about what what that looks like Mm -hmm. but um the more interviews I do about arts and with artists, the more I see arts as essential, especially when you talk about uh, these past few years. Right. From your perspective, Mm -hmm. uh, especially when it comes to the kids. Right. How important have uh, arts programs been for their um, survival to to get through and their expression? Yeah. And a lot of these these projects are not only done in their advanced like 11th and 12th grade classes, but they're done in their art clubs. So this is, a, you know, where they all come together and they're all like people, you know, they're all doing the same thing that they love. And it really gives them a purpose, I think. When it comes to the, the portraits, <clears throat> you, these are in panels. Do you fit them tight or, or is there spacing at all no, between I, it? Yeah, I fit them tight. I put them, them together. Yeah, I came up with my own little way. <laughs> Are they online anywhere? Because I, I want to see what they look like. I they, I have to imagine that, they, well, you know what? I'm mm-hmm. just going to have to, one of these Saturdays from 9 to 1, go to the corner of 105 and 25 right in downtown Riverhead and visit our friends at the East End Food Institute for Indoor Farmers Market yes. to take a look. So it'll start February 18th. February 18th, where our actual show, we're going we're gonna to have some students there talking about it, will be at 12 to 1 on February 18th. And when will the <clears> auction <throat> take place? The auction is open now. It's you open can go now. to eastendarts.org, go under events, go to MLK Portrait Project, hit register for auction, and then just check out all of the different... Oh my gosh, I'm seeing them. Yeah. I'm seeing them. Okay, so I have to register. Mm-hmm. Do I have to register in order to see them? No, if you go up to the upper left, there's a little hamburger thing. You hit that and go see auction. Tiles. There's a hamburger thing? Up on the upper left? No? Oh, no, I don't see the. But I do see, I do see one of MLK. Right, that's one of the past that ones. That is yes. just phenomenal. They're amazing. And you know what? The the pictures online don't even do them justice. You have to come see them live. These it's... are just like the the difference in perspective mm-hmm. is just stunning. Yeah. And so cool. Yeah. 
I mean, when you when you first conceived of this, did you imagine that they would be uh, on the caliber uh, that they would be? It was risky because, you know, some of the schools are smaller, too, so they don't have the expanse of students to pick from. So you can, you know, it's like so you get all different kinds of levels. And how do you do that? I mean, how do, how are you able to to fit this together if you if you just have one tile, you know? Uh... Well, the, the teacher organizes it. So what I do, like I sent the gra- like I sent a graft picture to the teacher. Got it. Then okay. they give out one panel to each student. Okay. And then the student does it in their own style. Right. And that's what makes the the painting so fabulous. It's just beautiful. Yeah. I am just like so blown away by this. In fact, I'm looking. Yeah, the, you have to go eastendarts.org. Like she said, you can go to events and uh, you'll be able to pull up. The auction, the MLK portrait auction, so cool. What else? What else do you have going on? So we also are a music school, and this Thursday we have a uh, uh, music masters concert with Bagidi Kumalo. Bagidi Kumalo is Paul Simon's uh, bass player, so he's our band director, which is another very cool thing about East End Arts. <laughs> My mind is so blown right now. So we're so lucky, and he's such a wonderful person and a great influence for these kids. So we have a concert starting. It's at the Hotel Indigo, who is a great Ooh. partner with us. That we do a lot of work, um, shows there, and um, beautiful space. Yeah. So um, that's at six o'clock this Thursday. Tickets are on on sale. You is can... it in like the Bistro Seventy Two area no, or downstairs? It's at the ballroom downstairs. Okay. Very so, cool. It's a very Big it's a very space. full. Yeah. yeah. We have I think fourteen kids in this this production. So, so cool. Yeah. I'm so excited. And yeah. so Thursday, and you can get all the information on East End Arts. Again, under events, and you can buy tickets. It goes right to the, the link there. I wanted to return to the MLK Portrait Auction just because there's going to be a People's Choice Award. Yes, there is. So um, anytime that you go into the food market, you can choose your favorite and then vote for it. And then on March 4th, we will also give the People's Choice Award to the school that win- wins. That is awesome. Are, and how are you going to do it? Is it going to be like at the, at the school or? We're going to do, well, we'll just do it at the food market. Okay. We'll announce it there. Oh, cool. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And then what's, when you look forward and you look to the, oh, wow, I'm seeing more of these. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. <laughs> when, you, when you look forward, when, you, when you're looking at spring, Mm-hmm. Uh, what what's exciting you the most when you think about your programming? Well, we have another f- fabulous program. It's called the Performer Concert. So this is a collaboration I do with the Peconic Ballet Theater. Very cool. And our um, private music students. So each student picks a piece that is, because it's Women History Month um, on in March, they pick a piece that's either written, composed, or, or made famous by a woman. They, they do the piece, either they're a violin, piano, vocal, and then the Beconic Ballet, one dancer choreographs their own piece to that song. That is so beautiful. And then the two of them perform, and that's going to be at the Jamesport Meeting House on March, I think it's 18th. I hope I get this right. Um, tickets are on sale also online. You can go under events, and they'll, they'll be there. Another beautiful historic space. It's yes. been years yes. since I've been to the I think the it's the house. oldest building yeah, on the East End. It's really yeah. it's really a very special place. Mm-hmm. Haven't been there in years. Definitely going to make it yeah. to that. And thank you so much oh, for welcome. all of your programming yes. around these important uh, times of year that I, I don't feel 
get quite enough uh, attention as mm-hmm. they should. Yes, I'm looking forward to June and a little rest. Yes. <laughs> so, so talk a little bit about about yourself. You know, we were talking off air about uh, how you came to the Rock and and about about your mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk a little bit about your relationship with East End Arts. Um, well, I came actually. I started like literally a week or so before the pandemic. So I just kind of I was out here with my mom. I was working in a East East um, East Hampton gallery and they decided to close so i'm like oh my gosh i have to find a job so i can stay here with my mom i looked of course and indeed and boom it was there it was the perfect combination of all the things that i've done in my life i've run a music school i had my own art school you know i did all of these things it just combined everything so oh my gosh tell me more wait, wait, wait. so so tell us where where you moved you moved here from where and new jersey okay what part in uh, bergen county oh where what part uh, uh haworth Okay, I grew up in Creskill. Oh, well, God. So, uh, Haworth Pharmacy was my mom's oh, like, favorite so much, yes. place to be. It's uh, really, Haworth is beautiful. It is beautiful, yeah. Uh, which, which uh, that going to all the folks who say things like, uh, New Jersey, only right. trash and concrete come mm-hmm. from there. Well, you don't know. In fact, yes. we have uh, far more trees in Bergen <laughs> County, I believe, than uh, I see in front of me mm-hmm. here. Uh, okay, so... A beautiful place. So tell us more about your the music school, about about you. Yeah. So um, did you grow up in Haworth? No, I grew up on the island. Oh, where? In East Williston. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, now I have to know more. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and then how did you get over there? I got married. Oh. Okay. <laughs> as as will happen sometimes with uh-huh. some folks. Yes. Yes. Okay. So um yeah so I, I sort of raised my my kids for a little while. I, before that I was in. Printing, printing and pre-press for like 10, 10 years in the city and then moved to New Jersey and raised the kids for a little bit and then was got, you know, anxious and bored. So I opened up my own art school. Cool. So did that locally. It was in Haworth. And what was it called? It was called um, Studio and Art Place for Kids. <laughs> for 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 uh, mothers who are raising their kids a little bit and getting restless and mm-hmm. feeling that way, uh, what would you say to people that are thinking like you? They want to start something of their own. Just do it. You know, just you know, it's it's hard. It's a lot of work, but just do it. Yeah. And you know, you never know what it, what things are going to sort of come from that. Yeah. You know, I did. You know, another thing is I have one son who is an artist and I have one son who's a musician so that I was sort of the that. balance there and I'm an artist myself I came, paint too so did it come did one come before the other were they inspired I imagine they were inspired by well we would paint a lot to get like all of us would paint um the older one was a musician that's how I got into this music school and wow. then eventually took over. So the, <laughs> you came with the art, and then the music came around through right. your kids. Right. That's cool. Yeah. I love that. So. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, so you you came out here to to take care of mom, mm-hmm. and East End Arts is all the better for it. It was it was just like me. It was like just the universe yes. sent it to me. <laughs> yes. So, and know? sent you to us. Yeah. All right. So Kathleen, such. So much fun getting to know you. Very excited to check out the MLK portraits that will be up for auction to benefit uh, students getting free arts programming. Uh, what better uh, cause than that? So eastendarts.org for more information or check out 
the portraits in person at the East End Food Institute uh, Indoor Farmers Market starting uh, February 18th. 18th, I'm Gianna Volpe. That was Kathleen Russick. This was the Monday Meditation. Uh, Let's see. This is Bob Dylan and you. Oh, nope. This is Dwight Yoakam. And you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you're listening to WLIWFM and PR Radio.
shining through the trees Don't the brakeman look good, Mama Dragging down the double E Don't the sun look good Going down over the sea But don't mind, yeah, look fine when she's after me Things I learned in a hobo jungle Were things they never taught me in a classroom Like where to find a handout While bumming through Chicago in the afternoon Hey, I'm not bragging nor complaining Just talking to myself man to man This old metal fat I'm chewing Didn't take a lot of doing 
But I take a lot of pride in what I am I guess I grew up a loner I don't remember ever having any folks around I keep thumbing through the phone books And looking for my daddy's name in every town I meet lots of friendly people But I always wind up leaving on the lamb Hey, where I've been or where I'm going Didn't take a lot of knowing But I take a lot of pride in what I am Never travel in a hurry Cause I got nobody waiting for me anywhere Home is anywhere I'm living If it's sleeping on some vacant bench in city square Or if I'm working on some road game Or just living off the fat bar great land I never been nobody's idol But at least I got a title I take a lot of pride in what I am I never been nobody's idol But at least I got a title And I take a lot of pride in what I am I take a lot of pride in what I am I take a lot of pride in what I am Merle Haggard, take a lot of pride in what I am. Hoping that you all feel that way. And if you don't, hey, you know, every day is a new day to make a change. I'm Gianna Volpe, leading you into the NPR News Break with Willie Nelson here on the A Lot edition of the Heart of the East End. Deep bow to both of our guests this morning, Dr. Michelle Bloom and Kathleen Rusick, as well as our underwriter, Jennifer Benton, and all of you listener supporters of WLIWFM. Thank you from the bottom of the Heart of the East End. Got a lot of traveling to do A whole lot of traveling to do Talk about a mover who has way too much to lose It's time I put back on my rambling shoes I got a lot of traveling to do I got a lot of traveling to do A whole lot of traveling to do well, the road's getting crowded And they're shortening my fuse And there ain't nothing here I really care to lose I got a lot of traveling to do I got a lot of traveling to do And I can't forget the shit you put me through Of course I can't forgive you Cause that's just what I do I got a lot of traveling to do 